we we'll quarrel to the extent whereby I was driving halfway, ah. Then she was say, "You stop the car now." Then I was say, "No, you want you jump." <laughs> that that kind. And then yeah. what happened? Welcome to another episode of the Are You Okay podcast. My name is Jean Danka, and today's guest is very well known for making funny videos on social media. He's also a fantastic entrepreneur as well. Please say hello to Kelvin, otherwise known as Ma Yituo. Hi, Kelvin. Hello, hello. Very honored to be here. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Uh, before we continue chatting, we also want to welcome, of course, Jeannie, who's our clinical psychologist as well. She's going to help us navigate Hi. Uh, today's session. Welcome, Jeannie. Thank you. Jeannie's going to be super helpful to us. And half the time, she's always like, also giving me tips on how to ma better manage my mental health. So I think we'll we'll have some fun today, okay? Mm. Anyway, so Kelvin, I want to ask, why is your moniker Ma Yi Duo? You know, I was thinking like, when I saw it in like English, right, it looked like Mei Duo. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> So what's my ito? Uh, it originated from a Mandarin joke I found online. Okay. Yeah, so I tag it to my persona, the Abing persona. Yeah. That was like, I think four or five years back. Okay. Yeah, then that video went super viral and people started calling me that. I see. Yeah, so okay. I didn't choose this name. This <laughs> name chose me. Yeah. <laughs> the wow. name chose you. Correct. I love mm. it. I love it. I know that you started making videos since you were 18 years old. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Mm. And then you also, of course, you know, started like doing a lot of things business-wise, even when you were in school. Mm. So can you tell me a little bit about how all that began for you, the journey? Yeah, we started... Okay, so you know back in secondary school days, we will have class t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Those those type that you print every year, then them ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um I found it as a business opportunity back in secondary school. So I actually started accepting jobs. Yeah, then I outsourced to printers to print. Uh. Oh. So I became like the supplier. Wow. Yeah, like of this class, that class. Yeah. So I started doing that back in secondary school. And partly because uh, I figured that to actually make money, you won't get super rich from working. Okay. Yeah, you have to path your way out lah, in a way. So doing business is one of it. Mm. So back in secondary school, that is one way that I actually figured out to make extra money. Lah. So that started uh, back in 14, 15. Then went all the way until NSO. Mm, yeah. Wow. Correct. Okay, okay. Then along the way, media has always been a passion. That's yeah. why I started making videos at the age of 18 yeah. with my other friends. So we shot and... Uh, Produce, I think, three skits. Then until now, I'm still waiting for the video to be edited. <laughs> what happened? Hey, where are my video edited? <laughs> <laughs> we have we had this idea that we could we could uh, make skits about daily lives. Yeah. Yeah. So we get our friends together to act. Then I directed, I scripted. Then one of our friends was supposed to edit lah, but I think he got too busy lah. So yeah. he never edited it since. Yeah, but now he's still in the media line. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's too busy, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> Get it together. Come on, man. Right. Let's do the video. It's never too late to edit the video. So I want to know why you started your printing business um so young. Is it because like you had a family situation that you need to take care of? You thought you'd like, earn some extra money as well, pocket money? No. Mm. It's more of when I was in primary school. Yeah. Okay, my family situation isn't like say well to do. We are probably average or below average. Uh, but it have, it, this, this thing struck me back in primary school when I want to buy something. I said, Mommy, I want to buy a PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2. Yeah. Then she said, No, lah, got no money. <laughs> it's not the standard line. La, the standard yeah. line. But 
I took that very hard as a kid. Like, I will go and think, why you say something that's $200, $300 very expensive? Yeah, then my parents will tell me things like, hey, you should study hard, you get a degree. Uh. Then it can be like our neighbor who live on the 10th floor, you know, that unit 18, uh, that guy. Oh, she work at the bank, uh, earn a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, then wow, she earned $3,000. Eh. Okay, back, back in that era, $3,000 is a lot. Uh. Yeah. So I'll go and count. So when I was in primary school, I asked my mom, actually, why not you can take up a store in the canteen? You see, yeah, then I calculate for her. Like, got how many primary school students, how many teachers. Yeah. You technically need to sell how many bowls of things to yes. make how much. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was in primary school. Yeah. So, at that point, it occurred to me that actually, if you can do your own business, right, your earning potential on the upside uh, is uncapped. But mm. when you go and work for people, right, it's capped. Yes. So, that's right. why in secondary school, when I had a bit more money, a yeah. bit more resources, I tried something out, uh, yeah, mm. I tried something out. But then of course, I failed some also. Yeah. yeah. We started importing bags from China to sell also. Wow. Yeah, be, before Taobao. Yeah, then cannot, I really cannot. <laughs> cannot. <laughs> Imagine you import a Dior and then come out, it's like uh, another brand. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, got okay. spelling error. Man. You know, Kelvin, you've gone through quite a bit of ups and downs. In 2015, I know you, I think you were trying to do a business in Malaysia. You kind of lost quite a bit of money. Can you tell, take us through that period? Uh, okay, so 2015, uh, I went to a partnership yeah. with another guy. So 2015, we made money. So we went to start a factory in I Malaysia. See. Yeah, cause to me, it makes perfect sense, okay? I did the numbers. I pay for uh, manpower in Malaysia. I pay for rent in Malaysia. So my factory was like 8,000 square feet. Uh, yeah. And it cost like 4 KRM. Yeah, so on average, my staff are like uh, 1.5 to 2.5 KRM. Okay. So I have like 40 of them. So to me, I pay for Malaysia overheads. I earn sing dollars. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on paper, it really makes sense. Correct, yes. correct. So yeah. we went on with the factory. Okay. Yeah, but we, we, we encountered a lot of issues. Lah. So in one year, including the setup, we lost about 200 plus thousand. Oh. Yeah, and that was all the money I had on me that time. Right. Yeah, that was 25. Wow. Okay, so how do you deal with that situation? What happened? So that, that at that point was very, very bad because that was all of my money at the time. <laughs> then uh, after paying all the salaries, all the things that we need to pay, right, we didn't have enough money to pay suppliers. Okay. Yeah, so it was a very stressful situation. And I was still quite young at the point of time. Then you don't really know how to handle. Yeah, yeah. so I actually sat at the staircase of my uh, office in Singapore. I sat there and smoked for seven days. Like really, I, I reached I reach office at 10 a.m. Then I'll sit there, then I'll just chin smoke. Oh until God. like 5 p.m. Oh. Then I'll go back home for seven days. I was just internalizing like how to handle and how to deal with yeah. the loss and the situation. Correct. You need to process the whole situation anyway because sometimes mm. it's like it's so massive. I mean, it's Correct. your livelihood. Yeah. And did it help you though? Did it did it clear out some things and or give you clarity as to what you had to do next in those seven days where you were chain smoking? Uh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not good for your health, but that is the way I cope. Okay. Yeah, cause cause at that corner, nobody disturbed me. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody disturbed me. I would just have that time to myself. Yeah. Then I would just smoke and think. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you come up with during that time? Like was there a feasible solution that you came up with during that? There was a few possible tracks that I could okay. work on. Yeah. yeah. So I reorged the company a little bit. Then we changed, we shifted our focus. So in the past, we have a department for design, a department for sales, mm. a department for production. Mm. Yeah. So 
I shifted everybody to sales. I see. Yeah. Okay. Cause okay. to me, a company have to survive by having sales. First. Yes, that's the most important thing. I mean, correct, like, you correct. Know, so in, in last time we want to do everything, ma. Yeah. Yeah, I want to have a design department, sales department, production department. All these departments still make you money, but nothing beats having a very strong, very strong sales team. Yeah. So I reopt to that. Then um, after that, I went to speak to all my suppliers, lah. But very luckily, cause I'm a very good paymaster, I don't like to owe money, man. Yeah. So when I really encounter something like that, right, they were very willing to help. Okay. Yeah, they'll say, it's fine, we understand. This one put aside first, you slowly return. Yeah. Then they continue supplying me. So from what I heard, right, basically you're using um he's using emotion focused coping, right? You really just kind of you need that space, right? You mm. need that space to be alone, to think, to process, like what you said earlier. Yeah. So what I actually pick up from there, right? The coping skill that he's utilizing, right, is not just the mere effect of smoking. Right. It's not the behavior of smoking. It's actually he needed that space. He needed kind of a quiet time to process. So I'm wondering whether that was that for you. Or do you think that that, that smoking helped? <laughs> yeah, share with me. How, how does it make you feel, you know, when you're smoking? Make me feel. Uh, make yeah. me feel my lungs very clear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, no, I, okay. I still think it's more of the space thing. Because I realize right. whenever uh, I have a very, very big occasion or a big incident in my life right other than finding a space for myself right the first thing i will do oh, is i'll go and sleep first mm. i will just become suddenly very tired yeah okay. yeah like if i have a big quarrel with my wife ah, maybe to that extent no after we got married no like before we got married right if we have a very very big quarrel that she want to break off the engagement kind or or very, very big situation right i'll become very tired then i want to sleep yeah so and then that, you sleep like long time or just naps I don't know. I will just switch off just my phone. Kn- I throw that. Then I just knock out. Wow. Yeah, I just knock out. So that okay. is my coping mechanism, lah. Okay. Yeah, which my wife don't understand, lah. That's yeah. great, though. Is that a normal thing? Yeah, that's actually def- definitely more helpful than smoking. Straight for seven Because when I right? smoke, when I'm sleeping, I cannot smoke. Right? <laughs> right. Correct. Correct. Is yeah. that a thing, though? The sleeping thing, like the you know your exhaustion taking over. Yes, yeah. because um, it sounds like you're mentally and emotionally exhausted, and some people really cope by sleeping. Right. It's just that if you're kind of overdoing it. So, um, especially for people who are depressed, you know, they tend to sleep a lot. They couldn't get out of bed. If you become dysfunctional, then that becomes an issue. Do you have problem getting out of bed? Morning, uh, yes. Okay. Morning, uh, but 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 because I, I sleep very late. Ah. Yeah, I, I work at night. Then okay. like yesterday, I slept at like 5 plus a.m. Okay. Oh my God. Oh, like, wow. it's, it's quite a daily thing. Okay. So recently, I took a break to Perth to reset my entire scheduling because my wife is complaining already because like, when I wake up, I go for a lot of meetings. Yeah. Mm. Then I pick my son up about six, seven. Then I play with him a little bit. Then mm. when he sleeps, right, I'll start work already. Mm. Yeah. Then yeah. then from ten p.m. I work until like three, four a.m., five a.m. Oh, then I, I sleep. Okay, okay. Yeah. So she said it's not healthy for me and the relationship. While we're talking about your wife, I I know that you guys have been like almost childhood sweetheart. I know she helps out with your business now and all that. Mm. How was it like in the beginning? Were, were, is she as business-minded as you from the beginning or oh, not no, at no, all? No, 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 totally no, no. different type of person. Totally is it? different type of person. <laughs> yeah, totally uh, different. Yeah, so tell us a bit about that beginning when you guys got together. and. So I met her when I repeated my secretary. Then uh, we spoke. La. We had some mutual friends. We were in some mutual classes together. Yeah. Then we... We tried going out lah. Yeah. yeah. Then 
from then until now, lor. Yeah. <laughs> so at the start, it was very typical, lah. Secondary school, what you yeah, want to talk about? You yeah, just yeah. talk about love, but correct not? Correct. Nothing else important. Like you like her, she, she like you, then settle it. <laughs> yeah. So the the differences came about. I think the big difference, lah, was after NS, cause I wanted to have a career already, mah. So I started my business, and I went to learn all the skills. Then I wrote her in. So it was very very tough at the start, especially the first uh, one or two years. Cause we were young, we don't know how to do business. We were just figuring our way out. So we can be working from eight a.m. to three a.m. kind. Both of us, ah. Yeah. Then we will be making like one k each a month. That kind. Yeah. Okay. So this lasted for a while. Then we had a big argument because she thinks that hey, I'm working like dog, ah. Then I only get like one k a month. I might as well go outside and work, ah. Yeah. But in my belief is if we can tahan this and build this up, right? Then I will have more income. With the flexibility of time, as a business owner, lah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Right. So at the start, there was a lot of conflict on this, cause she wanted to go and work. Then I told her no, lah. If you really tahan, then you pull this through, then it will be much better, lah. So at that point, this kind of situation it happens a lot. It happens a lot. We were quarrel to the extent whereby I was driving halfway, ah. Then she was say, "You stop the car now." Then I was say, "No, you want you jump." <laughs> that that kind. And then yeah. what happened? Then she she don't dare lah. She <laughs> don't dare. Right, right. Yeah, she oh humpty. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. yeah wow. that, that kind of situation lah. Okay. Then it became more apparent when uh business pick up. Then we were anchoring different different side of the business. Okay. Like the factory one. Yes. Okay. So when we opened the factory, right, I was heading Malaysia side. Yeah. That was the production. Mm. She was heading Singapore. That I was see. the sales. It's hand in hand one. So if production don't deliver on time, sales cannot answer to the client. Correct. Yeah. So we have a lot of problem in the in the factory, ma. So a lot of times, maybe one or two orders will get delayed. Then she will be unhappy. Then she will put the anger onto me. Nothing wrong with that, cause my department didn't do well, ma. Okay. But she will bring this emotion back home, lah. Uh, even as your girlfriend. Ooh. Mm. So it's all jumbled up together, really. Oh dear. Yeah, it's all jumbled up together. Nowadays, she just do her thing. I just do my thing. Yeah. Then for the printing business, right? I just go there and sign check only. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't. So I don't does- do. Anything else? Maybe some advices here and there. Yeah, I think there was an investment opportunity in mm. around 2018. You told her like if if it worked, mm. if this took off, then you know, um, okay. But if if it doesn't take off, then you never get involved in like mm. this part of the business ever again. Best thing that happened. That's like, <laughs> that's like a true ultimatum. Can you tell us about okay? Because we, we, do, we don't see eye to eye on business thing, man. Okay. We totally don't see. I want to even do, to today, like, even till today. I see. Yeah, I was just having a discussion with her on printing company. Because okay. she wanted to ask me something. In 2018, my friend showed me to do F&B business. Yeah. Yeah, restaurant in Geylang. So, I didn't want to do it because I just sold off my previous business. I sold off a durian business. Then, I was very tired. I wanted to take a break. Yeah, maybe for like half a year, one year to re-sort out my business plans. Then, she said, hey, this one good opportunity. Leh. We should try. Yeah, you know, F&B can make a lot of money. Then very unwillingly, I I went ahead lah, but with the condition lah. Yeah. So I told her I didn't want to, I I didn't want to do this. Okay. So if you want to do this right, I will go ahead and I will do it to the best of my capacity. Okay. okay? Although I'm quite a sleeping partner lah, but I okay. I map I map things out for my partners. Yes. They they follow lah. Huh? Yeah. Then she said yes, confirming money one. I said okay, if that's what you think ah, so we will try. But if this business fail ah, all my future business right. You tempt them. Yeah. You tempt them. You tempt them. I don't want you. I don't want to hear anything from you. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. It means next time I throw 500k, I lose 500k. is my problem. Yeah. 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 You tell them. Okay. Yeah. And she said, okay, we try. Wow. Yeah. So we went to do up the restaurant. Then I did the strategies for them. Then it didn't work out. <laughs> and that was, and how long did it I, last? Uh, it lasted for only six months. Ooh. Then I burned, my share, la, I burned through about 70 to 80K. Oh man. Yeah. Then, and then so what did she say? I want to know like, when it was like falling apart, what did she say to you? Like, okay, okay you're right. Sorry. No, 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 Nothing. No, no. Ah. Oh. Mm. It was just like, oh. <laughs> okay. <They're just> like, <laughs> <laughs> she will say these kind of things maybe two, three years down the road. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. She 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 likes to let the things settle down first, then she'll say, yeah. mm, actually you're right. That yeah. kind of thing. So you're saying earlier on that this was like the best thing that ever happened. Yeah, this one is yeah. 7080k well paid on. Well paid. Uh well paid. I'll pay I'll do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, of course last time she she joined she's jointly involved in all my decisions. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Which which I don't like that because I don't see her to have with her ma, on business side of things. Yeah. 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 Then anything anything you want to do, she say no, la, you shouldn't do it like that. Mm. Yeah. But you see, uh, if if she's not around, I do my thing, I'll just do what I think is right. Yes. What I think she's logic. What is logical. She's more emotional. Then yeah. she'll come in and say, No, like you cannot do it like that, not like that. What I tell you. Yeah. But yeah. from that it's either on. Okay, nowadays she, she might still banter a bit, lah, but I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do what I want to do. Lah, yes, yes, yeah, and yes. And work out very well. I'm actually very curious because um, just now uh, Kevin was saying that even up to today, mm. both of you still disagree on business. many business like ah, fully, items. Right? Fully. But I'm also curious, right? Then how did both of you manage things for so long? There must be something that is working. I think on the relationship side of things, right? We are both very different. Okay. But that's what attract lah. Yeah, like she brings some excitement into my life. I bring some logic into her life. <laughs> 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 on the relationship side of things. Yeah, yeah. Then on business end, uh, it's more of how we handle the situation as, as it arises. Then this is the best arrangement that we could have. Like for now, right, amongst all my business, she handled the printing. I handled the rest of my business myself. Yeah, so she doesn't get involved. Yeah, so this is to fully avoid conflict. Yeah, even if I see something at the printing end that I might think is not right, I will try to tell her. Yeah, but that's if she wants to sit down and discuss. Mm. I try to get involved. Like, to, to, uh, to me, money can make again, but marriage is still need to safeguard. Uh. Yes, and yeah, and I think a lot of couples, when they work together, that's when no other disagreement, you know, surface. And actually, that himself, he actually said a solution already. So one one solution that I usually work with my clients, you know, if it, the couple comes to me, um, is role clarity. You know, we really need to establish, you know, what are the roles. And then what I'm hearing now is, okay, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going to deal with certain things and she's going to deal with certain things. I'm just going to keep it clean in that sense. So boundaries again, you know, coming back to drawing clear boundaries, understanding your roles, you know. Um, and yeah, there might be certain things you might see, you know. But mm. at the end of the day, um, what can be helpful is also whatever that happens on the business end, we try not to take it back home, which is actually mm. challenging. And, uh, it's that so is, hard. That, that is hard. the challenge. Yes. How, right? How do you that even stop that? I don't know how to do that. That's yes. just really difficult. It's difficult. So um, some little things might help. So um, a lot of the, the couples, when they come to me, when, when they're doing business together, right, they would say they need that mental space. So the mental space of so being together in the same space, right? Um, but just keeping quiet, you know, for a while at the end of the day. <laughs> and sometimes directing that focus to something externally like the children or an activity 
activity that they can do together that can help as well. But again, it's it's really it's harder, tough, right? harder yeah. than it seems. Because you must be very disciplined for that. You must be like, okay, when I go home, I'm gonna like keep quiet for a while. But sometimes you're like, you have so many things in your brain that you want to just like spill out. You want to say to your partner or whatever, or like tell them like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, blah blah blah, whatever. Right? Especially if working together, yes. it's really tough, right? I mean, like how. How do you do that when you go home and all that? Oh, this? Yeah. Well, no, this we work separately. Uh. Oh, really? Yeah, like now she's in office, then I'm doing my own thing. Oh, and then because you primarily work at night as well. I mean, is that right? Like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying really... to shift that. La. I'm oh, trying to okay, shift okay, that. Okay. La, yeah. okay. But because of problems, of course, at night she wants to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we will be having our own mental space up to wherever she's ready. Like imagine she, she'll be using her phone, right? And she, she uses this radio, right? Then the moment she's done with her phone, then she's like, you see, you don't love me anymore. You don't talk to me. I'm like, let's see how I You The moment you've done that, I don't love you. Ah. <laughs> yeah. The moment she's like not distracted from her phone, right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Like, Still love me now. Nah. Yeah, then, then I will do that, I will do that. Sometimes she, she very engrossed with her phone, right? Okay. Then, I will, then I will look at my phone, then I look at her. Is it you don't love me anymore? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, thing happens, lah. You know, thing happens, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think obviously they found a way to work with it as yeah. well, right? I mean, like, you know, you how how long have you guys been together? I mean, Hoa. that is like... 15 years. Mm, wow. 15 years, 15 years. So has there ever been, ever been a thought where you're like, okay, I, I can't handle this anymore? Like, a lot of times. You know, a lot of times. A lot of times. Yeah. A lot of what times. What makes you like go like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna stick it out, you know? Uh, Like throughout the entire journey, uh, I think it's especially tough because we didn't meet each other when we are more... We are more formed as a person. Yeah. We literally grew up with each other. Like from our teenage years to our young adult years to now still young adult. <laughs> but you know, you know, especially in your twenties to your thirties, there's a lot of uh self-development, yes. uh self-realization. So we, we went through that together. A lot of times we say, you boy song, then swala, hey, swala. Yeah. Like even after we got married, we were like, boy gamma. My when when arguments get heated, uh, yeah, you will try to throw out. You you tend to throw out all these kind of not yeah. nice things, lah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But when we actually cool down, we we'll just make peace with each other. Then uh, that's yeah. good, though. Yeah, mm. that's good. Means there's like real love there, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's because we got too many things. We went through too many things together already. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You so can't, so yeah. I think the argument part of it, and maybe like the harsh words, is right. it's not nice, lah. But. Mm. <laughs> but Mm. It's part of the process, lah. Yeah. yeah, part of the process. But eventually, we still stay on, uh. Okay. Hopefully, right. this age well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have one or two kids? One. One. Kid. But we are planning for a second one. I uh. see. Because yeah, so now he look a bit bored. Uh, at oh home. yeah. How old yeah. is your kid now? Three years old. Okay. Yeah. Mm. He starts to he start, starts to talk, start to play. Wow. Mm. Has that changed the dynamic of the relationship or made it actually oh. more challenging? You know, actually. Um. Wow. It's both, leh. It's both like, like it completed the family, but at the same time, right, it brings new challenges. Yeah, yeah cause some things that the kid do, uh, they only look for the mother. Like at night when he wants to sleep, right, he only look for the mother. Like I want to help, but he don't want me. Yeah, then it becomes very stressful for my wife when he takes two to three hours to sleep. Whoa, mm. oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, then when it happens every night, right, then she becomes very stressed. Yeah. Yeah, then she will throw her anger onto me. Yeah, then I was so angry because yeah. I want to help, but he don't want one. Right. I can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing, huh? 
So do you have any advice for that? So instead of saying, oh, it, it is your fault or it's my fault or it's the kid's fault because the kid doesn't want us, let's let's look at it, like just put it outside, right? And see what is the nature of this issue, right? So now the, the kid is not um, just wants mommy, right? So maybe let's say if mommy, um, mommy might think that, oh, why are you not helping, right? Can we kind of really externalize this issue? So put it aside first, then brainstorm about the, the you know, what, what can help. But again, if the kid specifically wants just mommy during sleeping time, right? Then mommy has to be available then. Yeah. But let's free up mommy's resources for other time, mm. right? So that can help balance out in that way. So and then if I can ask you, right? So, so when will be the time that then you step in to help? You know, how can you yeah. offer to offload, you know, whatever that your wife... Um, oh, she shot, shot, shot for me in the bedroom. She's like, there they are! Now I'll go walk in there. Then she'll tell me, I can't already. Give me 10 minutes break. Yeah. Now I'll go in and talk to the kid. Lah. Yeah. So then I'll tell him like, oh, mommy's very tired. Yeah. But we'll just live here for for, for her. Lah. Yeah. Then, then, he'll, then he'll bento with me. Lah. Yeah. But, but I think the... Okay, so the trick is, I think, to sleep train your kid. We, we didn't sleep train our kid. I see. Yeah. To like sleep fully overnight, is that right? No, sleep training involves like uh, you keep them enclosed in a space for like when they were when they're very young. Okay, so yeah, that for, they're used to like falling asleep by themselves. Correct, is that right? correct. Okay. We didn't do that. No, I, actually I attempted, but everybody scold me. Because you can't do that. Yeah, but to me it's part and parcel. Yeah. You need to go through this, you need to go through this. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. I lock him in the room, then try to let him sleep. And my mother scold me, my father scold me, her mother scold me, her father scold me. <laughs> Yeah but, yeah, but that's what I hear people do, right? They're, you're supposed to like really steal your heart and just like even the child cries until like the whole house yeah, has to come yeah, down yeah. already, right? Yeah, 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 you yeah. Just like you just gotta let let the yeah, kid cry it out. I yeah, close yeah, the door, yeah. go and watch TikTok. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 Everybody come yeah. and scold me. Oh, and then no. my mom come out. <laughs> I'm just doing training, what? <laughs> yeah. But but okay. now it's like recently, like really recently, like one week ago only. My wife managed to find a game that my kids like. My kid like to play before he falls asleep. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This used to take two three hours. Now like ten minutes. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. A significant decrease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just randomly out of nowhere, one. So, with regards to what you mentioned, right? I right. think the the solution is finding the why this thing occur. Like mm. why he don't want to go to sleep. Is mm. it the method is wrong? Mm, yeah. It can be the method, right? Correct, correct. Or find yeah. out why he don't want to sleep, lor. Yeah, so you need to try and find solutions to that. It seems like you take on like stresses and you compartmentalize in your head very, very well, I feel. And I I think you're the sort of person that doesn't quite show like to your staff and all that, like, you know, if you have, if you're struggling <laughs> mm. and all that. But um, do you think that yourself and like other business owners kind of go through quite a bit mentally, like, you know, with how you deal with everything because you've got to manage your emotions plus the, your your staff's emotions and all that. Yeah. I think I think all business owners lah, um they have to put up a strong front. Because imagine your boss come and tell you, I am very depressed. I, I don't know what to do. Wow. Yeah. How how will you feel? Correct. You yeah. feel like nervous, you right? Like, like, oh my leo. gosh, yeah. My <laughs> boss my boss beside <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no matter what the boss is going through, normally he or she will still put up a strong front. Yeah, then they will try to internalize the solutions themselves. But I feel that uh, most, if not all bosses, right, at some point, they are just high-functioning depression people. True. I feel, yeah. I feel like maybe now I have a bit of depression, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe because we are just too used to stress. Right. 
Yeah, maybe we are just too used to stress and problems. Then when it comes to us, we, we resolve. But maybe all this kind of thing takes up our mental health. But then, I mean, um, what Kevin actually pointed out is something that's very, very real. You know, like, um, because like the nature for businessmen, entrepreneurs, right? The one thing that they definitely will face is uncertainty. Mm. Right? And for every uncertain situation, it's very normal to feel anxious, right? And sometimes you get depressed because things don't turn out the way you want. Yeah. So I wouldn't say, I mean, as of now, as we are chatting, you know, if I really kind of need to diagnose you, I don't think you are, you know, you're clinically depressed mm. because I mean, the mere fact that you can function, you know, you, you, you still make your way here today. So in that sense, um, I wouldn't say that you are clinically depressed. It's normal to, to kind of feel depressed or anxious at some point in time. Mm. So yes, I want to kind of normalize that. But again, um, for how long, right? Is it chronic? You know, does do you not get out of bed for two weeks? You know, so that's kind of like a cutoff. But you need to talk to maybe a therapist and yeah. to find out a bit more. So as long as you're functioning, um, some sort of you know you feel depressed or anxious at some point in time, that's perfectly normal. It's how you deal with it that mm -hmm. a lot of people, if they can't cope with it, then it becomes a problem. Yeah. Over time, if it's chronic, right? You can you can you can be clinically depressed or yeah. anxious. So, yeah. what do you recommend to people or business owners that they cannot find a solution yet they don't want to see a therapist because they scared their staff find out? Because mm. they they cannot let their staff find out and they're like, mm. hey, you know our boss ah, we'll go see therapist, see how <laughs> Yeah. So so what happens to that group of people that they cannot internalize? They want to seek help but they 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 cannot. Obviously, they cannot. They are not willing. What, what do you recommend for them? So I think for a great start, right, is to establish their own social support, right? Who you can reach out to. It might not be a therapist, you know, for a start. It can be, you know, your your wife. If you can talk to your wife, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that will become more depressing. No? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, which is why you need to identify someone you can trust yeah. and you can open up to, right? <laughs> you know, okay, maybe not your wife, maybe your friends, you know, or whoever you can start talking to. Um, sometimes it's hard because the stigma of like seeking help is, is real, you know. Some people like the, like the first thing you said down here today, oh, I'm not Xiao, you know, I'd want to see a therapist. <laughs> but more and more so often now, right, actually people do see therapists even when they're not depressed, even when they just need to manage stress or it can be just you know talking to a counselor you might not be a therapist mm -hmm. um, because some people might think okay counselor is better in that sense yeah. um, opening up to people that's definitely one or seeking avenue to offload their stress it can be emotion focused coping like you talk about um, sleeping that's fine as long as you don't overdo it yeah. um, smoking not exactly we need to pick those that are not maladaptive so that's not really harmful to yourself your health and all so start off with that. Um, I would I would still advise talking to people. Yeah. That can help. I yeah. guess changing the mindset of people is a bit hard, right? Mm. You know, because people like your your staff may not understand or feel like or feel like therapy is normal. You know, like for everyone, right? So I guess that's kind of tough. But maybe secretly, secret the business owners could secretly go see therapists. Actually, there's like, know. is there like anonymous online consultations? Mm, yes, I'm sure there are, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, there are. So there are private. Therapists, you can look out to. Um, you don't even need to go to a clinic now, right? Because now after COVID, right? Um, actually, a lot are available online. You can just Zoom. Daily consultation, uh. Daily con yeah. consultation. They even have apps for that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you can actually go and Google, and then you'll find a lot of. Apps. Many people think that it's very expensive. Is it very expensive? Um, for a private session, it ranges from about 220, 250 per yeah. hour. So it can be yes per hour. Um, however, there are some that are cheaper, and if you look for counseling, it's probably cheaper as well. 
And I'm not sure some insurance cover that because right. now even Ooh. health insurance, they extend it to mental health as well. Ooh. So you can check out your policies. Interesting, interesting. No, no, I don't need, I don't need. So how do you, yeah, I want to ask like, so how do you cope now? I mean, like when you have, you know, stresses and all that. Oh, nowadays, uh, yeah. oh, nowadays a very chill one. Really? Today you tell me the company <laughs> didn't lose one million. Oh, okay. Wow. Really? Uh, not because I'm married, uh, because <laughs> I learned how to take things as, as it comes. How come? How do you learn? I mean, where did you, you know? Uh, <laughs> doing renovation. <laughs> so I got a renovation company. Yeah. So the more you do renovation, you can plan everything 100% sweet, sweet, right? Yeah. But some things are just out of your control. Yeah. You, your house is complete already, the, the bugger call you. Hey, sorry, boss, I accidentally drew onto a water pipe. <laughs> I scold oh him, got no use, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened already, so. Very common. Yeah. Uh, just, oh, uh, brother, you help me go down, uh, change, fix the water pipe, uh, help me redo the towel. Wow. Yeah, you, okay. There's no point getting flustered or getting anxious, right? Yeah. Especially in renovation, what I learned a lot. Mm. The more calm you are, the more calm your clients will be. Ah. Uh, let's say you, you drink the water pipe, then you panic. They call a client. Hey, sorry, uh, my guys are drinking the water pipe. That client was like, what happened to my house? Mm. Yeah. But you just call the client. Oh, he yeah, accidentally drinking the water pipe. It happens, but I said, sort it out for you now. Mm. Yeah. But one day, yeah, that kind. Wow. Yeah, so you really learn to take things as, as, it, as it come. Uh. Yeah. yeah. You reach like Zen master level. Zen. Really, yeah. uh. Zen. So Nowadays, zen. My, my wife's called me also Zen. <laughs> zen one, really, really. But I want to say, like, I got a lot of conflicts with my wife, but. We still love each other. We have our own connections and she has been with me from the very, very start. Yeah. So I, I think it's really important to work out the differences. Like me and my wife, we are very, very different. But we, we try to fix. She do her thing, I do my thing. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't overlap the business and personal. Mm, mm. That's awesome though. If you had any like advice for your younger self, mm. what, would you, what would you tell your younger self now? Uh, believe in whatever you are doing and believe in your journey. Cause when I was younger, there was a lot of self-doubt. Yeah, especially my, my family don't do business, that I want to do business. Then when I started business, all my friends are still schooling in university. Then uh, your future is very uncertain. Yeah, it's very, very uncertain. So you will go and think that, hey, is, is it right that I'm making this decision? Yeah, is, is it true that hey, maybe I should go and work for a stable life? That kind of thing. Yeah, but given all that I have today, then if I meet my younger self again, then I say believe in the journey. Yeah. Cause it's not the it's not the end result. It's the journey that makes you this person you are today. So are you happy with where you're at now? Emotionally, mentally, yes. But career-wise, I, I want to test how far I can go. How far do you want to go? I, What's I, next? I, I, I really don't know. But I got set a target for myself when I reached 30. La. I got hit. La. Yeah, so I'm setting a target for my 40s. Yeah, then I really want to see if I can, I don't know, I, I want to see how big I can build my career empire to. Can you share anything about what you're hoping for when you when you reach 40? <laughs> internally, I set a 100 million net worth. La. Mm, yeah, internally. Okay. La, nice. Which I think might be possible. I think it's possible. Might be possible. That's the thing, yeah. anything is possible, guys. Must believe in the journey. Believe in the journey. Yes. Mm. Anyway, thank you so much, Kelvin, for being here, for sharing. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And thank you, Jeannie, for being here as thank always. You thank you for watching, guys. Till the next time. Bye. Bye.
And that's my question for you. I mean, I'm just looking at you and like, you're keeping it together and doing <laughs> Barely. and doing everything at the top of your game. So, um, maybe why the hustle? Firstly, like why why, why? Are you doing so much? Hmm. Yeah.